Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be major story that I think continues to develop that could get really ugly for the NFL and could potentially spell the end of LaShawn McCoy's career, or he could be getting set up. This is one of these uh, early stories alleging domestic violence and criminal behavior. I didn't share the images when I when this story started to come down and started to go viral on uh, social media. Because I think there's there's a uh, when you're a lawyer there's a, a a phrase where the prejudice outweighs the probative value. When you see this girl beaten up, I think your natural inclination when somebody says, "Hey, I was beaten up," when you're a girl and you're alleging that a man beat you up, and you see the physical damage that she received, is to immediately believe he's guilty. So when I saw those images, I'm like, man, I just don't feel comfortable sharing these images. Because, you know, there's a criminal investigation going on, and I feel like once you share the images, it's hard to unring that bell in the event that he was not actually involved. But, I mean, when you see these images, like, I, I don't know what the Bills do, uh, right? I mean, that, I think that's the most challenging thing. We bring in now John Campbell. He's at Odd Shark. He joins us every single Wednesday morning uh, to break down everything in the world of uh, sports gambling and beyond. And I want to start with you, John, obviously, with the big game that's going to be taking place this afternoon, England trying to punch a ticket, Croatia trying to punch a ticket. What's going to happen? How do you play this game if you are interested in sitting back on your couch this afternoon and having some fun? Well, I think the odds should be a lot closer than they are, and England's a plus-130 favorite here with Croatia 2-1 to and the draw plus-220. And 
I just think England's favored by a little bit too much, and that's probably books protecting against public action. I, I think a lot of the money will flood in on England, and, and they just can't help that. But England hasn't played a really strong against a really strong midfield yet, and I think that is going to be the big challenge that, that we're looking for here against Croatia. Croatia's coming off a couple games where they've had to play 120 minutes, so fatigue might also be a factor. I think a lot of people will love both teams to score, and I can't argue with that, but I like England to squeak it out. I just don't like the odds here. If England wins and plays against France, or Croatia does, how much of a favorite are we looking at France being? I'm assuming France is going to be favored in whoever they play in the championship on Sunday. What will that line look like from your perspective? Well, right now I saw one book had France as minus 150 to win the World Cup. So that will probably be pretty close to, to what it will be. England is plus 250 right now, and Croatia is 5-1. to one. I think that the big knock against Croatia, if they move through, will be a fatigue factor, especially if it goes to extra time against England. And France just looks so strong all over the field right now. Belgium was having a great tournament, and I thought France just completely controlled that game yesterday. So they should be the favorites. They'll be minus money for sure. Uh, also going on, and I don't know how many people are paying attention to it because I feel like it's overshadowed by the World Cup. Federer had some funny comments about this because the Wimbledon final could be going head-to-head for men on Sunday against the World Cup. And if uh, England is fortunate enough to advance, England against France would totally overwhelm Roger Federer probably against someone else, no matter how dominant he has actually been. Uh, Federer is still alive. Uh, Nadal is still around. Uh, Jokovic is still there. Uh, John Isner uh, for the Americans is having a great run. He plays at uh, 11 o'clock Eastern. Uh, our time trying to advance to the Final Four, a place he's never been before. Uh, Del Potro, all these people. Uh, is Federer a prohibitive favorite in Wimbledon right now? Yeah, Federer is minus 115, and he came into Wimbledon around plus 150, but Considering the way he's playing, I I would have expected him to be a bigger favorite to this point. He's held his opponents to just 36 games, and I, he's just playing so well. He, he dusted off Adrian Manorino in 16 minutes and one set in the fourth round. Is he round. the most – pause you here for a sec. Is he the most dominant over 35-year-old athlete we've ever seen? Because to, to me, Federer's return to dominance, I don't think he's lost a set He's won like 63 straight sets. I mean, something that's just insane at Wimbledon. Uh, he obviously swept through. I don't think he lost a set all of last uh, the last uh, t- title that he won, and he continues to dominate right now. Um, it, it, w- have we ever seen an athlete like this at a plus 35 performance? I, I don't think so. I did Maybe, I don't know, John Elway maybe? Uh, or sorry, yeah, it's um, not. Yeah, go going back but yeah it's it, but i don't know i think he's won in 35 straight sets or looking to win 35 going back to last year and he, he's done some smart things he's skipping the clay season now to uh to better prepare for wimbledon and um but i don't know i think he's one of the best it, it, the level he's playing at is just insane here and but i think I, I think the reason he's not as big a favorite is because novak djokovic is, is returning to a level that that we saw him play at before his elbow injury He's four to one. 
Nadal and Dal Potro both looking really good. But I, I think there's some value here in the quarterfinals, uh, and and Wimbledon's really exciting too. I'm going to have to get right, my remote thumb ready for for Sunday because I'll be flipping between Wimbledon and the World Cup final. No doubt. All right, the other big story, certainly in the world of odds, and we're talking to John Campbell at Johnny Odd Shark on Twitter. You can find him there. Uh, is LeBron to the Lakers. The Warriors are a prohibitive favorite. Where have the Lakers settled now that LeBron seems, uh, you know, has officially signed his contract? And it seems relatively clear in the meantime that Kawhi Leonard is not imminent uh, in the short term. How is the NBA breaking down? Adam Silver's out there saying, oh, the league doesn't have a problem with the Warriors' dominance. Uh, Vegas and the offshores would disagree, uh, given how much the Warriors are favored. How much exactly are they favored? Yeah, Warriors around minus 175. I saw one book also had them minus 200. So, All right, so pause they, before we go any further there. For people out there who are here in minus 175 and minus 200 in the off season. That's an insane level to be favoring a team in any sport. I mean, there's no other sport where you would have a favorite anywhere close to that before the season even starts. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's totally crazy. I, I can't remember a team ever being uh, minus money in a major pro sport where in my 16 years working in sports betting, I, I just I can't I can't remember anything like it. So it's absolutely crazy. The only thing maybe I could compare it to is Tiger Woods used to be around minus money or even money sometimes uh, in an individual sport, golf, uh, back when he was in his prime. That is maybe the only thing that I could compare that to. But they they deserve to be huge favorites, and I think they're going to win again. But the Celtics are not too far behind. They're five to one. Uh, Rockets six to one, and then the Lakers are around five, six, seven to one, depending on what book you look at. And I think that number is just absolutely ridiculous. It just shows uh, how much LeBron fever affects these odds here. And before he went to the Lakers, we, we, we saw the Lakers odds drop from 25 to 1 to 16 to 1 and now down to 5 to 1-ish. But I, I just don't think there's any value there. Is there any value in Carmelo Anthony? It seems like he's probably going to go to the Houston Rockets. Do we think that he makes a difference in terms of Rockets' futures? And if he went to the Lakers, would he impact things any, at all there? What kind of impact does he have? I don't, I don't think uh, odds makers will give him any impact, but I think he should make their odds worse because he just has not been playing well. He's been toxic to the teams he's been playing with, and uh, I just don't think he makes any impact. So if anything, I think the odds should get worse for whatever team he goes to, but I, I don't think it'll have any impact. Uh, I believe we're going to be down for some of the SEC media days. The Southeastern Conference uh, official kickoff is next week in Atlanta. They are getting ready for the start of college football. To me, it's always the time in college football where you officially turn the page and think, hey, it's not too long now until we actually get legitimate football to talk about. Um, When you look at uh, the futures in the Big Ten, ACC, SEC, Big 12, Pac-12, anybody out there that's really jumping out to you? I know Alabama's favored to win the championship. I know you can bet on whether or not teams are going to advance to the playoff. But to you, what are you looking at as we come into the season in terms of numbers, uh, maybe on wins, maybe on odds to win titles that are are jumping out at you? Yeah, looking at futures, there, there's there are a few teams that really probably are, are in the running here to, to win the national championship. But going beyond those guys, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, you can find them 22-1 to 1 out there, which I think isn't bad. 
Wisconsin 25 to one returning basically their entire offense. They're at 10 wins as well, which I think is a little bit of a gift. I think they're going to get uh, 11 this year for sure. So there are some odds out there. Auburn's 30 to one, and I know that scares a lot of people. Obviously, going head to head with Alabama, but Jared Stidham, I thought he was the best quarterback in the SEC last year, and uh, and they have a great defensive line. So even Auburn 30 to one, I I really like those odds. If you want to get crazy and go way down the board, uh, there are a couple that I think might be worth a long shot. Utah, 250-1. to one. They were young last year. I think they're going to be a lot better this year. I think they're definitely going over seven wins. And NC State, 400-1 to one in, the, in the ACC. They've got a great offense. They've got to clean up their defense a little bit. But if, if you want to take some long shots, those ones might be worth a sprinkle. We're talking to John Campbell at Johnny Oddshark. Uh, obviously, we started off this show – Uh, talking a good deal about LaShawn McCoy and the allegations against him. Uh, The Bills, I don't think, were expected to have a very good season regardless because they got a three-way quarterback battle going with Nathan Peterman, with A.J. McCarron, and with Josh Allen. But when you hear allegations like those against LaShawn McCoy, uh, they're obviously insanely serious. But what does the odds market do? Does it move at all on the LaShawn McCoy news, or does everybody just sit back and, you know, the numbers stay up online? How do you deal when it comes to odds making with significant off-field allegations or incidents that may impact a, a team's ability to have a star player on the field? Right now, just with the parity in the NFL, it, they don't need to take them off the board. Sometimes they will, and they'll make slight adjustments. Sometimes they make slight adjustments just for the media factor so that people talk about the odds moves and kind of keep the story rolling a little bit. He's so important to the Bills, of course, and, and probably is worth a little bit there. But I didn't see the odds come down. If you're a Bills fan, obviously you're watching this one closely. Uh, Bills around 60-1 to 1 now to win the Super Bowl. Might get a little worse uh, in the coming days. Many thanks, uh, John Campbell. Have a good uh, the World Cup uh, semifinal game this afternoon. What's your pick, by the way? What's what what's your side today on uh, on England Croatia? If you're going to play it, what do you like the best? Well, I think uh, my departed grandparents who uh, are from England would uh, come back from the grave and kill me if I didn't take England here. So uh, they're both from England. So uh, I'm going to go with England. I'll stick with them. I think they're going to win two one. Outstanding stuff, as always, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. That's John Campbell at Johnny Oddshark. Croatia going up against England. England trying to win its first World Cup since 1966, trying to bring the Cup home. They are trying to advance to play against France in what would be an epic battle of our thousand-year conflict, England versus France. Yesterday, Belgium against France. France gets the win. We had World Cup trivia brought to you by Danny G. I do not know the questions. A lot of people out there think that for some reason I know these questions. Danny G, disabuse them of that notion. Do I know anything (laughs) about what you're going to ask me? Hell no. And why in the world would I help you? Yeah. Like, people root against me on this show. They don't root (laughs) for me. They want me to fail. They want me to spectacularly uh, collapse. They are not in favor of me continuing to prove that I am a stellar individual. They want me to fail at every turn. So, uh, let's play the music. Yep, cue the music, Roberto. This Roberto is... bringing in the final Jeopardy music, I believe, there. This is and... the World Cup Country Quiz. Yes. And the reason why Roberto brought us back with that Michael Jackson song is because you were scary good yesterday. Don't ah. think you're going to be able to repeat two days in a row. 
I went six and two yesterday. Yesterday I had to pick whether it was Belgium or France. Today I have to pick whether it's England or Croatia. England or Croatia. Eight fun facts about England and Croatia. You have a 50-50 chance of getting each one correct. All right, here we go. Number one, there's a town in this country that's famous for being the oldest inhabited city in Europe and is known as a transport hub. The oldest inhabited city in Europe. Yep. And it's a transport hub. Well, I know all of Croatia is on a body of water of some sort. Certainly much of England is surrounded by uh, by water as well. I'm going to say that the answer here, I, I don't think that England, because I, I don't think that England had the longest inhabited village or anything like that. I know it goes back to Roman times and there's different, uh, I'm going to say Croatia. You punk, you got this right. Vinkovsky has been in- inhabited for the past 8,000 years, and they're known for their railways. Boom. Good start. All right. Here we go. No, you're off to a good start. 1-0. and oh. Number two. In this country, medieval football, or soccer as we call it, often led to injuries and death. Men often drowned during a game while chasing the ball into the sea. Again, I know all of Croatia is on a coast. Yeah, both how, both have water. Both have yeah, seas next to them. How so. do we not how I mean, couldn't this have happened in both places? I'm going to say that this is more likely to be England because I think that the history of English soccer and competition would be more widely known than Croatia. So I'm going England. You jerk. This is a fun fact about England. During games in a season, up to 40 men would drown chasing the ball into the North Sea. Crazy. That seems like an awful way to go. Not as bad as finding your wife uh, uh, having sex with her mechanic, oh, they as were, we talked about an hour They were or two, serious but. about their football back yes, in the indeed. day. Yes, indeed. They still are. All right, 2-0. and oh. Number three, 78% of the people in this country claim knowledge of at least one foreign language. Sounds like you. Well, I, we are already established how well I know French. 78%. See, I feel like Croatia... I, I Well, first of all, English is the language of the world. So if you are fortunate enough to know English, you tend to be lazy and not learn as many other languages. Whereas if you are Croatian, I guarantee you that you can't just spend the rest of your life on... What do they speak? Croatian? I don't even know what the language is in Croatia. I'm going to go with Croatia. 78% of the people in Croatia claim knowledge of at least one foreign language. I hate to brag, but I'm pretty phenomenal oh, at this game. Uh, we got to find a game that you suck at. This is not going well. All right, here we go. Number four. The world's first torpedo was constructed in this country in 1866. Zero doubt about this. The Industrial Revolution... Uh, the fact that England was long ahead of every uh, of everybody else when it comes to devising uh, all sorts of uh, of of kind of situations. But what year did you say, by the way? Eighteen sixty six. Now I want to. I'm going to say this. I believe the first. Tor- I, I think that your fact is wrong. I think that the first. No, torpedo- no, no. This, this was this was the first prototype of a self propelled torpedo. Okay, self-propelled maybe, because yes. I believe the first torpedo was used in the Civil War to sink, uh, and I think they just recently found 
some of the uh, some of the refuge of this, like in the Charleston Harbor, I, I, off the coast of South Carolina. I think that they had a torpedo that was used, but I, I England is the answer here. Your first L. That is, I, I just, I am, I am <laughs> asterisking this entire <laughs> question it. and series. Rijeka, R I J E K A, Ivan Lupus, who later changed his name to Ivan Vukic. Ivan Lupus. That sounds like the name of a, uh, a, a Lupus <laughs> is like a wolf, right? L U P P I S. He developed the first prototypes of the self-propelled torpedo in 1866. All right, I somebody else look up the history of torpedoes because I think I should get credit for this. I, I got believe. this from Croatia's website. So yeah, go they ahead. could lie. It's not as if Croatia's. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, uh, the first torpedo was used in the Civil War. It, to I didn't sink ask a ship. I didn't ask when was the first used torpedo. I said the world's first to- torpedo was constructed in I, this I, country. Yeah, right. But constructed. in 1866, which was after the Civil War, I'm disputing this factoid. Oh my gosh! Somebody look it up. I, the first torpedo. I was even used told to sink. you it was a prototype of the first self-propelled torpedo before you answered. So I understand because I was questioning because I question whether this is a re- <laughs> correct uh, date. Uh, statement. Somebody, I get your credit L. for this take one your if, L. if I'm correct with, I, with the Civil War answer. All, All right. right, here we go. Number five. In this country, you can eat love in disguise, which is just a fancy name for stuffed hearts of cows and pigs. So haggis, I think, is like liver, and that's out of Scotland. Because I remember when I went to Scotland in college, everybody was like, oh, you got to eat the haggis. And I'm not a – when I go to a new country, I'm going to try something. Like we had what Stu Holden on earlier in the week, and he was like, I went to – uh, that kind of part of Russia where they, they say that horse is a delicacy. I would not eat horse. I would not eat this. But this, to me, sounds like something that's related to haggis, which sounds like something that would come out of England. You're correct. England. In fact, their British recipe online says, after well cleaning, stuff a calf's heart, cover it an inch thick with good force meat, then roll it in... Ver- Vermicelli, people in the background there. Put it in a, into a dish with a little water and send it to the oven. When done, serve it with its own gravy in the dish. This forms a perfect side dish. That sounds awful. Yum. Disgusting. <laughs> By the way, has anybody looked uh, up my uh, my torpedo uh, detail? No, everybody knows you're wrong. I'm right, right about that. Here we go. Number six. You've only lost one that one, so you're, you're doing better than I thought. Here we go. The world's first drive through safari park opened in this country in 1966. 1966? That yeah. can't possibly be true that that was the drive first drive-through through safari yes, park. Yes, it's true. It's impossible that the first one was 1966. <sighs> You're telling me nobody before 1966 thought, hey, you know what we should do? We should combine cars and animals. This is ridiculous. The world's first drive through safari park opened in this country in 1966. Don't argue with Alex Trebek. Yeah, we need an official checker of your facts before we can even get better. You, you All right, sound so like 19- you're going to take an L on this, so you're making excuses. No, 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 no. 19, because I don't believe. I think that everywhere had a drive-through safari park by 1966. Well, I'll give the name of the safari park after you get this wrong, and then people can look it up. 1966 Safari Park. So the thing that I'm thinking, the reason why I'm pausing here is I'm trying to think. Um, to, you're I mean, let me, Googling. Let me, no, no, no. Let me explain my <laughs> rationale. I feel like there would be danger associated with this, and I feel like the less developed of a country, the more likely you are to embrace it. 
So Croatia, if somebody just got like a lion, just pulled somebody out of a car <laughs> and mauled them to death in 1966, would be a lot easier to have ha- happen than that to happen in England in like the heyday of the Beatles. So I am going to go with Croatia here. You basically just called the nation of Croatia a bunch of animals, and you are wrong. England, Long, Longleat Safari Park, L-O-N-G-L-E-A-T, Longleat House in Wiltshire, opened in 1966, and they still run today. Yeah, I just don't believe this is the first safari park. Well, you're wrong about that. All right, what do we got? Okay, number seven. Hip-hop groups such as the Beat Fleet and Elemental are also now treated as pop in this country. I think it's going to be Croatia because I feel like I would have some knowledge of the people if they were in English because they would have you know, brought their music here or whatever, so I'm going Croatia. Correct. It is and also Croatia. the other, other thing I would say is that's the kind of names that you would get in a foreign country. You know how like when you know, like we think it's, it's, it's almost like the tattoos – you know, if somebody gets like a Chinese tattoo, uh, and everybody for a while that was really cool in like the early two thousands. And if you were Chinese or Asian or whatever, you were like, "Yeah, this is so stupid." Like what you're getting tattooed on your arm, like it doesn't make sense or it doesn't like translate well. And then you'd see the Euro guys, and they'd be walking around. Like I remember when I was in Europe um, back in uh, back in college, like somebody would be w- walking around in like a Russell Athletic sweatshirt, like as if that was like a really big brand. And you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Like you, you'd see somebody, and they'd be like, "I love America. Look how badass my Russell Athletic <laughs> sweatshirt is." So this is like when they pick a word in Croatia, it's going to be a word that doesn't really mean that much to Americans or to British people, but it's like elemental. You know, it's like, well, that, what, is, what do you mean, elemental? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So anyway, that's my deduction there. What plus, I, plus, England had Nana Cherry way back in the day. So. Nana Cherry. What am I, four and two here? Yeah, five and two. One last question. So, Are you correct that we only have one question left here? Because yeah. last time you miscounted. I know. Yesterday I had notes all over the place. Yes. Today they're on one sheet of paper, so I'm good. By the way, I'm five and two in disputing both wrong answers of course here you as are. answers that I believe I was correct of, on. Of course. We wouldn't expect anything less from you. All right, number eight. You can match your win total from yesterday. The necktie was invented in this country. The necktie. I, I think this is too easy because my immediate response is, of course, it's England. Um, because the England people like basically created the, uh, the, the idea of dressing up and like the white-collar workforce and everything else. Uh, so I am going to go England here. And you are wrong. Oh, that's that's a tough one. Yeah. See, I, I would I, I would kind of that. think the same thing because of Burberry and all the great brands there. But Croatia is not only the home of the necktie, the biggest ever necktie in the world measuring half a mile was displayed in Croatia. It took five days to complete. They tied it around the Pula Arena in 2003. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to end on because uh, I would have liked to have gone six and two, but pretty good overall, I would say. 11 and five overall with two disputed answers today. Uh, Nothing to dispute about them, but yeah, five and three uh, today. Did anybody look up my, 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 uh, my story? What was it? Torpedo? I'm very confident on the torpedo existing in Civil War. Does anybody listen to me on this show at all? There, there are two other people on the show. Did anybody look up the history of torpedoes? I was too busy taking the quiz. I was playing the home game. 
Yeah, All me right. too. Give it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for really lifting a lot here on the show. Heavy lifting. I'm going to look up the history of the torpedo as well to verify that I should get credit for that answer because I actually identified it. I think it was in South Carolina. Uh, but Eddie Garcia, what's the update? What you got for us? Well, let's start with the big news from the NFL where Buffalo Bills star running back LaShawn McCoy is denying any involvement in a domestic violence case against his ex-girlfriend that he was implicated in on social media. Police and the NFL are looking into it. The NFL Players Association filed a grievance against the league over the new national anthem policy. The union claims the policy was implemented without consulting the NFLPA, is inconsistent with the collective bargaining agreement, and infringes on player rights. In baseball games of note, the Cubs shut out the Giants 2-0 while the Brewers beat the Marlins 8-4. Milwaukee holds that game and half lead over Chicago with the top spot in the NL Central. Dodgers fall to the Padres 4-1 while the Diamondbacks beat the Rockies 5-3. So Arizona now leads the NL West by a game and a half on LA. Semifinal action at the World Cup saw France shut out Belgium 1-0. It's the third time that France has advanced to the World Cup final. They will play the winner of today's Croatia versus England semifinal matchup that comes up at 2 p.m. Eastern and you can watch it on Fox. This report is brought to you by TrueCar. Online car shopping be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Now back to Clay Travis in the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. All right, like so, I get credit for this during the American Civil War. Uh, it's first of all, torpedoes were used by the Russian Empire during the Crimean War in 1855 against British warships in the Gulf of Finland. Uh, and then during the American Civil War, the term torpedo was used uh, for the first time, and the devices were very primitive, apt to prematurely explode. They would be detonated on contact with the ship or after a set time. The USS Cairo Cairo, was the first warship to be sunk in 1862 by a torpedo. Uh, Spar torpedoes uh, were also used. Um, They were used by the Confederate submarine, the H.L. Hunley, to sink the USS Houstonic. Uh, so that that happened off South Carolina. I should get credit. Is there agreement that I should get credit? Why for would my- Why would Croatia lie about this? And well, I- and what kind of torpedoes were they? Were those? Because we told you these were prototypes of the first self-propelled torpedo. All right. Here also it says invention of the modern torpedo. In 1866, British engineer Robert Whitehead invented the first effective self-propelled torpedo. Oh, Ivan Vukic is going to want to box him then because... All right, so I think that like that's a direct question. The British engineer, it says, invented the first effective self-propelled torpedo. I believe I said the British there. So I think I think I get credit for that one. I think uh, Well, let is, me I'll tweet to you from the website that I found this on and then you can compare the two. This is, says a prototype self-propelled torpedo was created by a commission placed by Giovanni Lupus, an Australian Hungarian Hungarian naval officer from Flume, a port city. Uh, but he was working in consultation with Robert Whitehead, the English engineer. So, I think I get credit here. Hmm. Uh, this is a major major controversy, controversy has emerged in the uh, in the discussion here. Um, I just am blown away here in general. <laughs> you, All right. you really want to go six and two again? England. They called uh, them torpedoes in the Civil War, even though they were not necessarily self-propelled. So, so I was correct so that on that as well. Then that doesn't make sense because I gave you that information before you answered the question. Right, but the fact that Britain 
the guy, according to Wikipedia. Did you see CroatiaWeek.com, which is a reputable source? <laughs> CroatiaWeek.com. Yes. I saw you they, tweet me. They obviously know Croatia about their Week. own country. Com. They know about Croatia their own country. Week. No, they just pro- pro- propagate myths. Oh, man. So I get that one. Do we have the bell? Ding it. Ring no, it up. don't do ding that, it. Roberto. Give me the ding. Give oh, me the ding, man. Roberto. Oh, boy. That's, a, that's Give a correct. Everybody a on Twitter Give half is on this one. And You're sick of fans. I said I knew that this, this safari park thing, there was no way the first safari park was in 1966. Upedia.com, which everybody goes to when Upedia. they read. I don't yes. even know what that is. Here's the of deal. Of course you don't. You've never Africa, produced a show or, or, or a game. Africa is one big safari park. The entire oh, reason from a from a tourist perspective why Africa exists, why people we go there. We weren't talking about Africa. The choices were England or Croatia. Correct. but The I, world's you, first drive-through yeah, opened that's what at Longleat House. The, the I, I just tweeted it to you. The drive-through in general in Africa. Africa is one big drive-through safari park. This That's wasn't was so England or off. Africa. It was England or Croatia. Yeah. We're talking about a park inside either England or Croatia. Yeah, but the whole country, whole continent of Africa, many countries. It's a big safari. Upedia.com says the world's gonna, first drive-through safari park opened at Longleat House in Wiltshire in 1966. If you, if you it says. Outside of Africa, that's not what it says on their website here. Yeah, well, yeah, I understand why the place in in England would want to claim that they're the first drive-through safari park, but literally, many different parks in uh, in the in all of Africa. That's why the idea of the drive-through safari park even exists because so many people go to Africa and do it. I'm not going to take credit tell, for that one. Tell you what, the, still... the, the torpedo is more controversial, so I will say six and two for both days. I'll How take that, that one. Joined now by Jeff Schwartz. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at G-E-O-F-F-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. All together. That's pretty good spelling by me. Uh, Jeff, if you came home, you don't have any kids yet. Yes. You, uh, you may have read this story already. You found your wife and she had died of carbon monoxide poisoning while having sex with the mechanic that was supposed to be fixing her car. Okay? okay. This is a real story that happened in New Jersey on Monday night. Would you in some way be glad that she was dead? Uh, probably not. I mean, I don't think you ever wish for your spouse to be dead. Obviously, the cheating would be a deal breaker, but I don't think you want her to die. I mean, right? I mean, would you how want much her to money- die? Depends on how much money I had for life insurance. Because I don't think, I don't think it, it, that it, you could like build the relationship back up if she's having sex with the mechanic. Right, right. But you don't it's you like, want her to die, though. I don't necessarily want her to die, but if she were dead, I don't think I would feel that bad. So I would they, feel kind of like, like it was karma. Like, 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 were they like dead on? Was she like dead on top of him? Like, it, that's just... well, there's still so many details to, to uncover. How long were they having? How long were they having sex for? I mean, they clearly weren't married. Obviously, like, were they having sex for? 45 minutes that you just got carbon monoxide poisoning? I don't know. We don't know any of the details. My big question is, did they both die of carbon monoxide? And I guess you go to sleep first, but did they both pass out first? Did they have sex and then they were like in the post-coital glow? Can I say that? I think I can say that on the radio. Were they just like cuddling and then they were like, oh, I'm a little bit tired and the next thing you know, they're dead. I I don't know. So I'm curious (laughs) like how this actually ended up happening, but the man who is still alive, the husband, he arrives home. Uh, I think there had to be a part of him that was like, this is easier this way. 
Do you think he would, I think another question is, has he suspected this happening before? There's a lot of questions here, right? So if he suspected this happening before or he had already caught her before and she said she wouldn't do it anymore and now she continues to do it, that changes obviously the way he's going to feel. Like the first time he walked in on it, he probably would be a little bit of shock and want like an answer or to know more things before she passed away. Here's my argument too. It's not just that she was having an affair. It's that she was having an affair with a 56-year-old mechanic. Because How old this, was she? 39. But, so good pull for the mechanic up until the point where he died. But here's the deal. 20-year um, younger woman almost. If you will sleep with your mechanic, you basically will sleep with anybody. Right? Yeah. I mean, this like I, I've made the argument. If, you, like, if he had come home and he found his wife uh, and Brad Pitt had been having an affair with her, I think you'd have been like, well, it's Brad Pitt, right? I mean, I think you can be, I think if you are with somebody else and they have an affair with somebody who's incredibly good looking and incredibly accomplished, you're more likely to forgive it than you are if it's like the grocery score. You know, like, like I'm sure if Tiger Woods, his wife had found out that Tiger Woods had been having an affair with, uh, I don't know, like, uh, and I'm just tossing it out there, not saying it happened with uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston. I think yeah. that, that she would have felt differently than when she found out he was banging the waitress at Perkins, right? Because if you have an affair yeah. with Jennifer Aniston, you can be like, well, Jennifer Aniston's really good looking. She's famous. Well, she's sexy. If you bang the Perkins waitress, it basically means I can't trust my husband anywhere. Like, he will have sex with anyone. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger having sex with the, uh, with the, the, the cleaner, the house cleaner. Yeah. It's like, and having a baby with the house cleaner, like, you can't have an affair with the maid, right? Like, that, unless it's a French maid, and it's like some, like, really, you know, really high-end, incredibly good-looking maid, which, by the way, I've never seen. There's never been a point in time where I've been at a hotel, and I've been like, you know who's smoking hot? That maid. It's the same way, like, you ever, like, you ever walk into McDonald's and be like, you know who was smoking hot? The, the, the chick who took my order at McDonald's. Like, you can tell a certain way by the job, like, whether somebody's going to be good-looking or not. Like the front, uh, this, the front check, the front desk girl is usually at a restaurant the best looking person in the in the yeah. whole restaurant. There's never been a time where I've ordered a Big Mac and been like, and let me tell you, this chick was really good looking. Like jobs oftentimes have attractiveness associated with them, and most of the time, your average maid is not a knockout. Well, radio host for sure. As a, I'm, I'm in, that, I'm in, that, and we just found out that I also speak French. So let's be honest. Oh. In terms of sex appeal, if you came into your house and you found your wife having sex with me, I think you would have to be. You'd thank your wife for doing it because I'm just so overwhelmingly uh, high on the sex appeal rating. But so I'm reading. A, I'm reading a story. By the way, I, I pulled the story up. This is this is the start of a, of a porn. Law enforcement sources say they believe the wife was paying for her car work by having sex with a mechanic. Yeah, this is like and, this is this is like porn in real life. Yeah. Also, you know you're a failure when you can't afford to pay your mechanic, and so your wife ends up banging him. Like that's a tough situation. Want, or maybe she wanted to though. That, that, yeah. Well, that's that, the that's excuse. Yeah, yeah, it's that's, like that's, the, that's the point. Yeah, it's like the pizza man. I mean, how often do you think the pizza man actually has sex with the girl who orders the pizza? Not very often in porn. Pretty high percentage of the time. Same thing with like <laughs> a plumber. One hundred plumber. Of the time. Or the uh, or the mailman or the fireman. If you are a man in a uniform and you go to a house in a porn movie, you're probably going to have sex with the person inside the house you go to. I would expect nothing less. When I, when imagine, I imagine if you were in a porn movie and you were like a fireman going to a house to put out a fire, 
and you didn't get to have sex with the girl. Like you were just the guy, and it was just a normal part of the <laughs> normal part of the movie. It'd be such a plot twist. Be like, I thought that guy was going to have sex with her, but he really was just showing up to just be a fireman. And then he turned around, he put out her fire, and he left. I mean, that's the kind of thing like record scratch moment in the porn. Like if you were reading the script, you'd be like, wait a minute, we're not going to have sex. I'm just going to put out the fire and leave. I'm just going to pull out my big hose and spray the fire down, and then I'm just going to leave. Nobody would ever have, ever have expected that to happen. It's like uh, six cents for, for plot porn. Twist. Yeah, plot twist. Um, I see dead people. So you speak, uh, you speak, you speak French now. All of a sudden. Well, not all of a sudden. I've been doing it for years, and uh, you are married, so my wife doesn't believe that I actually speak French. So Jenny Taft did an interview with Kylian Mbappe, who is the best player yes. on France's team, or at least the most famous 19-year-old star. And so I attempted, because you didn't answer your phone when we were calling you, I decided to do live translation of France French on the radio show. That's impressive. I like the low-key dig at me, too. That was good. You, you, got, it, you got it at the same time. Um, yeah, well, it's not as if you don't know that every single Wednesday we're going to call yeah. you at the exact same time. It, so I don't even feel my, the need to text you. You've been reliable up to this point. Evidently, now I have to go back to texting. It's my son's birthday this morning. He woke up at 5.50 open <laughs> presents. So I was a little bit, like, thrown off with my well, What's with his my best day. present? Um, so he, he wanted a Nerf gun, which makes no sense because he's four, and he can't pull the trigger back to, like, load it. So... He was excited about that, but I got him this like, um, or got him a Captain America costume. He, he's worn an Iron Man costume probably two hundred out of the last three hundred days. Oh, that's um, a perfect age. My middle kid dressed as a Jedi or as a superhero. He would dress up every day for like a year in a yeah. row. I mean, it's a yeah, perfect age. Good. He sleeps with he sleeps with it on. But the funny part is, he's never seen. Any Iron Man movie, never seen an Avengers movie. I have no idea why he likes superheroes so much, um, but he loves them. So he wants a Captain America costume. I got that. And then I'm getting him a bunch of neighbors have those um, those uh, little cars that kids can drive, you know, like the little Gator. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. So I got him one that's a replica of my truck. So oh, that's be pretty here cool. Next couple. So, well, dude, I mean, he's four, man. He doesn't really care. He just wants to die. He really wants to, he wanted a Nerf gun, which he can't even use. He's already angry at it this morning. And then he wants, um, you know, the, the Captain America costume should be here today, and then the, the truck, and we'll go to dinner. You know, he'll go to camp today, so all the kids will tell him how. But he woke up at 5.50, like, it yeah. was so, so early. Yeah, welcome to parenthood. Um, by the way, before we let you go, there is one big NFL story out there, uh, and it, we're translating from not serious at all to serious, LaShawn McCoy. If you are the Bills, what do you do with these allegations, given how serious they are? Can you bring him into training camp, or how do you handle this? Well, you still have a couple of weeks till training camp. I mean, I think that with, with what happened with, with Reuben Foster, right, where he was accused of, uh, of assaulting a, a young lady, and it ended up being not true at all. Now, there are some things, you know, the gun charges – um, and I mean, he had possession of, of marijuana. Those that was true, and I'm not sure he should, should be suspended for the gun of it. I mean, he had they're legally registered in Alabama. He just was in California, so I mean, I get whatever. But he suspended for that, um, and we saw that he was innocent of that. I think you kind of have to wait um, and see what happened. Plus, it, it doesn't seem like he was actually there for the incident. He might have sent someone to do to do the dirty work. Um, so I think you, you kind of have to let it play out. Um, and it sounds bad, right? I mean, there's people tweeting out stuff last night basically saying, like, look, we're hearing 
some really bad information about about LaShawn McCoy here. I can't really tweet it out yet. I hate that, by the way. I hate when people tweet that type of stuff. Like, I'm hearing bad things, but I just can't tell you what it is yet. Just just wait to tweet it out later. Um, and uh, I, you bring him into camp, I think. Because um, what do you do? You, you suspend him or you just tell him not to show up? I mean, I, I just – I mean, he shows up and, and you just let it play out. And when the authorities have decided – what they're going to do, then you you go from there. If he, if he's arrested or he's charged with something, then then you take the appropriate action. Good stuff as always. Enjoy the birthday party with the four year old. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.